Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. Now, the Wealth Protection Diva is a successful entrepreneur, business owner, and premier business strategist, president and CEO of Sage International Incorporated, and a national speaker best-selling author and motivational teacher of financial education, business development, and wealth protection strategies, the joys and frustrations of being a business owner. Her insights are motivating, her frankness inspiring. Here is Sherry Hill. A person's success in life depends on how well you can solve problems. No matter what your career or life situation, you'll find satisfaction and reward by knowing how to tackle challenges head on. And while kids can't possibly practice every problem they'll ever have in life, there is a class in school that can help them learn how to think logically, math. Doing a math problem helps practice the problem-solving steps that apply to everyday situations. Define the problem, think of ways to solve it, implement a solution, and evaluate the results. Northern Nevada Math Club is a 501c3 charitable organization focused on creating a community where math is cool, helping students find their joy of math and encourage kids to pursue science, technology, engineering, and math STEM careers. They do all of this by holding fun, social, team-based math competitions. This isn't your typical classroom math. Their problems are challenging and expose students to new math ideas and concepts. My guest, Sherry Griffin, is the founder and executive director of Northern Nevada Math Club, Inc. Welcome, Sherry. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here with you today. So... Let's talk about, you know, we all understand as parents, as employers that, you know, there's, there's a real issue going on, especially when it comes to STEM education, kids are falling behind, and typically you don't put the same words math and fun together. So let's talk about, you know, why the Northern Nevada Math Club is important, what you guys are doing in the community, and then we'll get to how people can understand how to support. So we look at math, um, we define it a little bit differently than most. We define it as the creative application of logic to solve complex problems. And that means logic problems fall within math, which also helps chess and music and all those other pieces. And what we find is when kids have applications, it makes more sense to them. Uh, And kids are lazy, just like we are. I tell most kids if they don't want to pick up their dirty socks, they're probably a mathematician. (laughs) As as most math is about finding a pattern that lets us do things in a simpler way or, or a more direct way. 
multiplication, for example, is just short notation for repeated addition. And when you explain to kids math in those terms and you let them explore it and understand it, it's a lot more interesting, it's a lot more fun, and then you give them challenging problems where they get to think. So many kids have hit this point where they're not used to thinking. They miss a problem and they're told it's incorrect, and they're like, well, what's the answer? And our response is, I don't know, go back and work on it, see what you come up with, or walk me through your thinking, explain your logic to me, let me hear what you're thinking so I can help you figure out where maybe you're off base. Is it a silly mistake? Are you just taking really a, a, the wrong rabbit hole? But we let them do math the way they want to do it, the way their brain works. We don't try to force them to think the way we do. And, and we encourage them. It, we, we try to develop a lot of life skills as we go. For one, we tell them to not always work with people who think exactly the same way they do. If you're just working with your best friends, chances are you all think similarly, so only two of you are needed. One to do the actual work, and the other one to double check it. Everybody else is redundant. If you want to solve different problems, more complex problems, then you need to work with people who think a little bit differently so that you can bring different ideas to the table. And because people think differently, that means that they need to learn differently. What may make sense to me as a way of understanding this particular idea and concept may not make any sense to you. And that doesn't mean that either one of us is wrong. There's more than one way to drive around Chicago, as is an expression I used to with my kids all the time, because when we lived there, there was always a parade. And if we tried going downtown, there was always a different route we had to take. So it's the same thing. How you get to the answer, as long as it's logical sense and it can be repeated on a similar problem and get there, it's fine. It may not be the most elegant. It may not be the quickest. It may not be the most direct. But if it gets you there and it makes sense to you, that's what matters. So you work with kids as young as? Uh, kindergarten and first grade. And you're in some of the schools, is that we, correct? We are in some of the schools through the 21st century program. And we go all the way up through high school. And we've got, we do summer camps and we do um, some camps during the school year. This past year with COVID, we had online classes. We do math competitions. We have a competition team of seventh through 12th graders that we take to Vegas. This will be my 10th year with that group, which is really kind of amazing. And uh, the fun part with that is, is we actually drive to and from Vegas. I have these kids for 30 hours, and I, I realized about four years ago, I sugar them up in both directions. We stop <laughs> at the candy store in Beatty on the way there and on the way back. So we're a little bit, a little bit crazy with that. But it's really fun. It's also very heartening to watch these kids get used to struggling with a problem and get them to the point where they don't want you to tell them the answer because they know they have the tools to solve it or you wouldn't have given it to them. And, and because of what we do, we're able to go very sideways. So we introduce a lot of number theory topics to kids second, third grade. We go into base numbers and, and understanding how that applies to computers and to cybersecurity with third and fourth graders. And then we take it up and we elevate that as we go up. We don't worry about pushing them faster ahead, such as into calculus. Competition math doesn't really go there for the most part for high school and below. But we do take them very sideways and into these different nooks and crannies of um, path theory and game theory and these different pieces that they have the base skills for. 
but their teachers don't have time and typically haven't learned it themselves because it's that's peripheral math ideas. So, so let's be clear. I mean, we're not talking about these are all gifted children that are coming to Northern Nevada math. You are really coming down to that level, like you said, elementary school to lay the theory, to really help them understand that, like you said, you can get to the same result taking a different path. So let's talk about, if I was a parent out here and I didn't know that the Northern Nevada Math Club existed, tell me why I should be interested in learning more about it. The more math problems your kid does, the more logic problems they do, the more they will be able to think and solve problems in life. Not just quote unquote math problems, but bigger problems. Things that require them to organize their ideas and communicate those ideas. If you're unable to communicate your ideas, then it doesn't matter how brilliant you are or how brilliant that one idea is, nobody's gonna understand it and nobody's going to listen to it. So that's part of what we do. Uh, math competitions are actually really huge because we, emphasize the team round. There's individual rounds and we do do ribbons on an individual basis. But we also put kids together with other kids. And I tend to, if they don't bring their own team, I put kids together and I'm looking at personalities and how they work and their strengths. And we've had some really good friendships that have built from that. I know a number of kids, my daughter was one of them, who would go to math competitions more to see the friends that she had made in math and to see the, the new problems, these new ideas, she, she could care less about winning. And I think parents miss that piece. Uh, teachers definitely tend to miss that piece. They start thinking, well, my kid's not going to win. And it's not about being the winning kid. It's about going and seeing these new problems. I tell parents, after while their kids are in competing, I'm like, when your kid comes out, if they're all smiley, say, hey, did you have fun? Yes, what was your favorite problem? And, and just have that and then go take them for ice cream. If your kid comes out all sad and mopey, you say, what's wrong? Oh, I didn't do well, I did terrible. I'm like, that means there's a lot for you to learn. How awesome is that? What a great discovery. Let's go get ice cream. So unless you're lactose intolerant, you go get ice cream. <laughs> and, and it's that big difference in that. It's not a test as in a math test at school where they're checking, did you learn what the teacher was trying to teach you? Did the teacher teach what the teacher was supposed to be teaching? And does the test actually measure accurately what was going on, right? It's not about that. A math contest is about exposing you to new ideas, having you think on your feet, and challenging you. The other benefit to it is it helps you with your time to test skills and figuring out that part of I always want to try this problem because I know how to do it. It's easy. I'm going to tackle that right now. I'm going to come back to this problem because I know how to do it, but it's going to take me longer. Yeah, this one I don't know how to do. It helps you start evaluating those, which are important skills for whether it's the state testing or whether you're looking at college admissions testing. Um, and as far as college admissions testing goes, my competition team kids will usually come back and go, oh, that was so easy because they actually told me what they wanted me to answer rather than making me figure out how I had to get there. Where competition team math really, competition math, excuse me, really makes you think and have to figure out how do I get down that avenue. You can't just turn the pages. So you keep a better understanding of your math year round um, and life round. You've got your geometry is always coming up. It wasn't just a class you're 
eighth grade year or your freshman year, whichever year it falls in, in the school you're at, you use geometry on every contest. So you never have that opportunity to drop it off. My daughter taught herself logarithms because she saw it on a math contest and wanted to know what that was. And so she went to some of her friends on a competition team who were older and said, what is this? And so she was curious. And just as we know in the work world, when our employees are engaged, when they're interested in what they're doing, when we find that niche and, and that piece that, that gets them curious, they're better employees. They like their job better. They're more likely to stay and, and work harder and be more productive. And it's really very similar. So we work to spark that interest, help them find those other things, um, find other peers. Our, our female participation rate is over 40%. And I really do think that has a lot to do with them making those social connections, particularly when they make them in the elementary grades, because then they hit the couple of years of middle school where they tend to be like, math may not as be quite as cool, but they're still coming to those contests because they're seeing their friends and it gets them through that period and then they come back into it. Um, and, and it's just, it's, it's awesome. good for them. Yeah. For anyone interested, please go out to nnvmath.org. When I come back, I'm going to pick up with Sherry Griffin, who is the executive director of the Northern Nevada Math Club, and talk about some of these competitions. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, senior loan officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team right here on 1180 AM Radio. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of home ownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company, equal housing opportunity. Company NMLS number 3274. NV Banker number 1076. NV Broker number 1141. Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045. Telephone number 775-453-0345. Located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200. Reno, Nevada 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Subject to change without notice. SunTech solar screens are great in the fall and winter because they eliminate the sun's glare that can damage your window coverings, hardwood floors, and carpets. Call 775-352-9396 or visit SunTechSolarScreens.com. You'll see examples of many of our satisfied customers' homes. SunTech solar screens are functional and attractive. Call for a free estimate, 775-352-9396. Energy efficiency for your home. Why do people go to the gym to ride the stationary bike? It's not so that they can compete in the stationary bike Olympics. It's to build up their endurance and strength to make the rest of their lives easier and more enjoyable. Math is like a gym for your brain. You may never need to use the quadratic equation in your adult life, but the process of learning it boosts your brain power. By practicing how to solve mathematical problems, you optimize your ability to make complex decisions down the road. What a great skill set for kids, right? So I'm talking with Sherry Griffin, founder and executive director of Northern Nevada Math Club, Inc. 
And I want to talk about, we, we laid the foundation for what you guys are doing, but let's move into Math Rocks. These are the competitions. This is where, you know, we get to go have ice cream, right? <laughs> and I've actually participated as a judge and things like that in the competitions. And I know it's just a lot of fun to see the faces of these young people so excited because they're solving math problems. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. We run a series of contests through the year that we call Math Rocks. They fall on Saturdays. This year they are being hosted by UNR's engineering department, so they will take place on UNR's campus, which is always good to get kids on campus, the younger um, the better, to just get a feel for it and see what it's all about. And it's for grades 1 through 12, and there are a number of different rounds that we write in-house with um, our volunteers and, and myself and um, Hugh Doe, who is the uh, chair of the math department at TMCC, is, is a part of that process. And we have just a great, a great group right now. And so there are individual rounds that the kids do at our different lengths. So there are, there's a round which is very fast paced with very direct problems. Then there are a set of problems where they have a little bit more time per problem. Then there's another round where they have more time for each of those those problems, and then they have a team round. And, and the idea being is that kids' brains work differently, and we all have different skill sets and places where we do better. I, when I was little, I swam. I was never a sprinter. I was a distance swimmer. So having me sprint means I would always be like, yeah, no, I'm not any good at this. But having those different paces and those different types of rounds let more kids shine and figure out where they're good and where they need to work. So that's, that's that piece that we do in there. And that team round is huge, in my opinion. Because when we go into the work world, we don't get to do our work in a bubble. We work with other people, even if you are in a math profession, even if you are working on one of the unsolved problems that has a you know one million dollar bounty for solving, you're going to be putting it together and communicating it to other people who are going to check it. And the nice thing about the team round is I tell the kids, I don't care if you made a silly mistake. I don't care how you approached it in the scoring room. Either problem's right or it's wrong. So if you want points for your team, you should write out your thinking and let a teammate check, teammate check it. And you want them to find your silly mistakes. So rather than getting defensive when somebody points out an error, it's like, oh my goodness, thank you, our team just got points. It also helps them logically be able to figure out how to communicate those ideas. And it gives them this working relationship and how to communicate. Because we always say a problem isn't actually solved until two people have come up with the same answer. And sometimes that's still not solved, but that, that's a different piece of it. But then the, if they come up with different answers, then they need to have a discussion on how they got there. And it's huge for them because we have a society right now where in many places having a conversation doesn't really happen. So we're trying to get them to build some of these skill sets that we need in order to be a stronger workforce in the future. Well, let's talk about that. I mean, you know, this is M and STEM. Yes. And so everything, you know, we as a society, when you look to the future and realize what are the jobs out there, construction still uses math, oh my right? Gosh. Yes. <laughs> everything. Everything in the IoT, cybersecurity, 
uh, military, you name it, all these options and everything out there is going to require that these kids have some element of STEM in their life. Yeah. And math is a foundational piece. It doesn't matter if it's science, technology, engineering. Math is the foundation of all of it. Exactly. And I sometimes get a little concerned at the amount of money that we are throwing into some of these programs to get kids excited about robotics and about engineering. And and I think it's great. So I'm not trying to say that that's a bad thing. But my concern is when we get kids excited about them and then we don't give them the mathematical foundation so they can actually pursue those careers, it's like saying, oh, I've got this amazing cookie. It's got chocolate chips in it and it's got your favorite kind of nut and it's just awesome. Oh, but I forgot you can't have gluten, so never mind. It's it's teasing them. It's getting them excited and then saying, nope, because if they get to college, if if they've got their heart set on building robots and they get to college and they're not ready for calculus, they've just added on years to their degree. I met a young lady who wanted to be wants to be a veterinarian and she is taking or this was two years ago, she was taking remedial math classes and she added probably a good three to four years on what's already a really long career path. I like kids to have options. I always told my kids, if you want to be a bricklayer or you want to be a carpenter like your grandpa was, whatever that may be, if that's what you want to do, that's awesome. But if you end up doing that because you neglected to take an opportunity that would let you do what it is that you really gravitated towards, then you're not going to enjoy it and you're not gonna be as good as somebody who wants to do that. So giving yourself opportunities. I used, I played this game with the kids in that tell me what you wanna be and I will tell you how you're gonna use math. Because you always got the kid who's, I'm gonna be a professional athlete. I'm like, yes, do you know the stats for how long your career is probably gonna last? The stats for bankruptcy within five years of finishing, and retiring. Negotiate a contract yeah. revol- involving and, and, money. Yeah, and, and budget that money. Like there's a <laughs> right. whole piece there. And I thought I had finally figured it out if you were a nun. But then I realized, but if you're a nun and you're a good nun, there's a good chance you get promoted into a position like running the food bank. Right. And now you've got to balance numbers. How many donations do you need in food? And it, it, it there it's, is well, no position. Everywhere. It and, is. And I think the real key, and this is what it, you know, the core of it is when people think of math, they don't really put the word fun with it. But you guys have developed a way to really engage, encourage, get kids excited about math in a way that allows them to really expand their, as you say, their skill set, right? Yeah. Logical thinking, problem solving, communication. Persistence. Their ability to stick to a problem. Albert Einstein said, it's not that I'm so much smarter than everybody, which I'm not sure that part's really true. <laughs> um, but, he's, but he said, it's that I stick to a problem longer. Right. And, and there, there is some real, real truth to that. Um, one of my other quotes that I really like is, the problem solver can only solve problems. Sorry. The, actually, read it on the back of my shirt. <laughs> The memorizer can only solve problems he has encountered already, but the problem solver can solve problems she has never seen before. Richard Ruzik. Ruzik, yeah. Yeah, anyway. But but it is this idea of, of thinking and going with it and 
just improving that entire area of thought process. Awesome. Anyone that is interested in learning more about the Northern Nevada Math Club, please go to nnvmath.org. Reach out to Sherry Griffin. Phone number is on the website. And be sure to check out the Math Rocks competitions that are coming up October 16th, November 13th, January 8th, on and on and on. And it's going to be a lot of fun. And help your child, help whoever in your life really gain some good skill sets. Thank you for having us and financial assistance to anybody who needs it. I want to thank everyone for tuning into the Sherry Hill Show, where business and today math has been amplified. The Sherry Hill Show values the role we play in supporting the economic engine driving this country. Small business, the backbone of America. Send her a message on Facebook.com slash Sherry Hill Show and tune in next week, same time, same station for the Sherry Hill Show. Natakwa News. Pick up your copy today. Natakwa. 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 Natakwa.